Howdy, folks. I wonder if anybody's missed me. Well, stuff happened the last couple of weeks that was beyond my control. So let's just say I apologize for not being here, but I'm back. But now let's get right to it. Boy, you know, you gotta wonder what's going on with the Cayuga Nation. I mean, Clint Halftown and his faction and that other faction. I mean, what the heck was that all about? Oh, they're saying, oh, they're rightfully taking back what's theirs. Yeah, did you have to destroy all those buildings there on 89? Did you have to destroy buildings that held memories for me when I went to the Open Heart Steakhouse when I was younger and also went to that place when it was kind of a hamburger stand for people who went to the state park. What was all that about? You know, you know, we don't need all your politics here. Heck, you guys don't even pay taxes to the town, to the state, to the federal government. Heck, you don't even support the local economy. I mean, I, I am just beyond words. That was disgusting. Clint Halftown and this other faction, I mean, what Seneca Falls does not need is an all-out war. Heck, I'm still wondering wh when the retaliation's gonna happen. If somebody's gonna go over to Union Springs and do the same to those businesses over there. But you know what? I don't support those businesses. And because you know what? I don't support anything that doesn't help the local economy. We don't need that kind of politics in this town. Plus, there's also Cayuga Nation uh, things right, right in town here. Kilonsky's old scrapyard. That greenhouse that's right on the south edge of town. Are they going to be affected now? Is stuff going to happen? Yeah, the Seneca County Board of Supervisors met. Hey, property owners in this town need protection in case this escalates. You know what? We don't need any of this. Clint Halftown and you guys. Heck, you don't represent the Cayuga Nation. All you represent is greed. And that's all this is. Pure, plain greed. And we don't need to involve the our police force. We don't need to involve the sheriff's department. We don't need to involve the state police in all of this. Heck, you and your guys of band of mercenaries, who are former cops, I should say, who aren't really Cayuga Nation members, who are kind of, you know, staining their careers by being members of the Cayuga Nation police. We don't need all of this. You know what? A good, good riddance. I'm just lost for words on that. Shame on all of you. I can see trying members of the nation wanting to pass on their ancestral customs and everything. Hey, that's good, but you don't need to affect the residents of this town. That's all I gotta say to you ingrates. And I'm gonna go from talking about that to talking about the cues. Yeah. The Q's the last few weeks started sliding. And I mean, the bubble probably burst on their NCAA aspirations. But what a big comeback win there against Georgia Tech. 
showing, finally showing some intestinal fortitude. And also to the ESU lacrosse team, definitely showing some intestinal fortitude right there with a comeback win against Army. But I'm going to be talking mainly about the basketball team. We got four games left here in the re regular season and only one at home. Yeah, we got Pitt and then we got North Carolina, our last home game, before the dome closes to replace the roof. And then we close with Boston College in Miami. All those games are winnable, especially North Carolina, because me, me, like everybody else, is surprised at how bad that Carolina's doing when they're usually one of the top teams in the ACC. But you know what? We probably have to win out and probably win the ACC tournament in order to qualify for the NCAA tournament as it looks as though we're NIT bound. And that also begs the question, where is the Q's going to play a home game in the NIT tournament if the dome is going to be closed. Hell, we got options. Hell, the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester is a good option. I wonder about OCC's arena too. Manly Fieldhouse isn't available because pretty much there's no basketball court. But, what? Well, I digress. And I mean, we'll look ahead when it happens. Finish up strong. Finish up strong, Cuse both the men and the women, and keep it going, lacrosse. John Desco might maybe finally getting the message. Hey, well, I need to get the rag out of our butt because, hey, we got a big tradition ourselves. And because we haven't advanced, I kind of think my job's in danger. You're right, John Desco. You better g keep it going or else, hey, we might say, see you later. And I'm going to talk about go from that basketball to local basketball. It's Section 5 tournament time. And you know what that means. Anything can happen. And it's pretty exciting. Waterloo, the girls basketball team, is the number one seed in their class. You know what? I'm hoping that they can go on and w win their class. But you know what? If minders should happen to make a run, they could meet for the overall Class B title. Oh, Miners girls, right now I think are the fourth seed in the Class B2. Their first round opponent is going to be the cleanest team in the Finger Lakes. Yeah, those girls come all the way from Bath up here to play Miners. Yeah, the cleanest town in the Finger Lakes, Bath. Get it? And of course, Pan Yan, I think, is the number one team in Class B2. But you know what? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Let's get behind the Miners girls team and get behind the Miners boys team, who are the sixth seed in Class B2. And guess what? They play early college, the number 11 seed. Yeah, well, what is early college? Heck, go to college before you go to college? But I digress. Yeah, they're a team that comes from the Rochester, one of the areas near where my father worked all those years ago. But you can't count out these kids from Rochester. They're a tough bunch. And if Miners wins, heck, they gotta go down to the 
village where nobody gets sick. That's why they call it Wellsville. Oh, but I digress. Come on, Minders. Come on, Waterloo. Do good. It's Section 5 tournament time. And last but not least, it was last week, but I just got something to say about Ryan Newman. Boy, it's a miracle he wasn't killed. That crash definitely brought back memories of what happened to Dale Earnhardt. But whatever, it looks as though he may have suffered a head injury. But you know what? It's another season of NASCAR. Another season of excitement. And you know what? I'm just hoping that nothing else serious like that happens. I'm hoping for an uneventful one and a better one. Because you know what? NASCAR needs to get the rag out of its ass and start getting back to what made NASCAR good. But of course, many of the stars have moved on. Hank, Jeff Gordon's announcing in the booth and doing a fairly good job, even if I didn't like him as a driver. But whatever, it's going to be another exciting NASCAR year. And that's all I got to say. Shame on the Cougars. That's all I'm going to say to close this.